0: Brittany, and this is my co-host and sister, Kaylin. Hello. And we are on episode number. Oh shit, 28. And it's Kaylin's birthday special. Woohoo! Yay!
1: Woohoo! How old are you turning this year? I'll be 27. Oh, that's right. As a baby. Yeah. I'm fucking old. I'm just kidding.
0: I'm not that much older, Jesus.
1: You're four years older. Three and a half. Oh, okay.
0: Anyway, so to to celebrate Kaylin's birthday, we decided to just
1: go for it. We were went going for, for it. it. We, we went, went for it,
0: it. and uh, this episode is uh Team Edward versus Team Jacob. <laughs>
1: Oh, I didn't know this one had a special
0: name <laughs> uh, It is vampires and werewolves Because Who would we be If not
1: Yeah this is true
0: Twilight People yeah.
1: <laughs> This is true And you know Twilight's a big thing on Netflix right now so. Oh yeah
0: um, Yeah and that's all we do is talk About it Talk shit about mm-hmm. it you know, it's, like, one of those love-hate things. You
1: know, TikTok about it. TikTok about it. things. So,
0: why not just do an episode about vampires and werewolves?
1: Okay. And just FYI, we didn't, like, dive deep into, like, the Collins oh. and, like... Oh, no, no. Oh, like, no. Like, anything like that. Like, we, we actually did research on vampires yes, like, and le- werewolves. Like, legit
0: history behind, like, vampires and werewolves and, like, instances in hi- actual history. Obviously, I dive into pop culture
1: you probably a bit because yeah. vampires are vampires a lot are very more pop culture
0: Yeah. So, but nothing like I'm not ju- we're not just talking about Twilight the whole fucking time, guys. Like please don't shut us off. <laughs> I
1: just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah, we might want to leave with that. <laughs> listen to how it sounded. I'm like, oh shit. Like, be oh god, like, oh, they're Twilight. like wow.
0: Uh yeah, they're like I'm not listening to this fucking like, episode. i done. Um, yeah, so no, we're not here to, um, discuss Twilight. We are here to actually discuss real, <laughs> just, just yet. <laughs> it's gonna be sprinkled in, because you already know, but, you know. um... Team Charlie. I... <laughs> uh, Team Charlie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I have always loved like, vampires, and that was, like, even pre-Twilight existing, Yeah. like, like uh, Queen of the Damned interview with a vampire, yeah. like, Anne Rice vampires, like,
1: like, even that, oh, shit, was I that had... one Disney movie with, like, the Stuart Little kid, oh. I mean, like, that shit was way better than Twilight 2, and that was some, <laughs> like, poorly done Disney movie, oh. like, Little, I don't know. It was like little vampire, or something, something like that. Something like that, but that was shit. Was even better than Twilight. <laughs> I
0: don't know. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I I had like an actual book from Barnes and Noble. It was like a this literal history of vampires book, and then somebody stole it off my bookshelf. Um, in high school, so
1: we all know who it was. It's okay. Who. Oh, I don't know. I was just making shit oh.
0: up. <laughs> I don't know who it was.
1: Really? No. You got some fake ass friends.
0: I don't know. I don't know who took it. Somebody took it. Maybe they told me they were borrowing it. I don't know. But I never got it back. So, mm. yeah. Vampires have been my thing. So, of course, in high school, I was like, oh, Team Edward. Now. It's Team Charlie. It's Team. the guy who almost ran Bella over with the van. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that guy oh, what
0: the act the actor passed away
1: no he didn't year. yeah oh man yeah not good it's sad it, it is sad
0: you know either last year or earlier this year recent Aww.
1: very recent um it's just kidding it's team jessica <laughs> and a kendrick all the way
0: um what was i gonna say i was gonna say something i had birthday gifts for kaylin ordered to open and you all know i love to order from etsy so that obviously means that they're still not here which is okay i have to learn patience (laughs) yes uh unfortunately i can't you can't just order like a week ahead of time on etsy you need to give it like a month you gotta give it a good a good amount of time especially just the way shipping is right now so uh kaylin will be opening her gifts next week so she'll get like a a two for she gets like two birthday episodes
1: well my birthday is like right smack in the middle of literally record so it's like
0: yeah i mean either way it Mm -hmm. works all right well um any spooky updates no
1: no no? That's good. No, I don't think so, at least. Uh,
0: Kyle and Millie came over for dinner. Oh, God. And we were just sitting, talking, and then one of the doors like slammed itself shut. And I was looking around like, did anyone fucking hear that? And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to say anything because nobody else is reacting. And then Millie goes, so have you experienced anything paranormal lately? And I was like, "Uh, yeah, did you just hear the door shut by itself? She goes, yeah, I heard that. That's why I'm asking.
1: Oh, God. <laughs>
0: Just come out and say it next um, time. So, it might have been the wind, <laughs> honestly, but it was just very creepy. Yeah. And the door had been open all day, and then all of a sudden. But the wind does pick up here and there. Yeah. Who knows?
1: Especially up here, so.
0: mm mm-hmm. huh. um, And... Nothing else, really. Just a, my work. I worked late a couple nights, and just the general... Feeling of
1: being yeah. watched. I'm not in the kitchen as much anymore at work. Oh, there Because you go. I'm so, like, back and forth with everything and, yeah. like, in and out of everywhere that, like, I don't get to experience or talk about the weird shit with.
0: Well, I mean, it might be good. Yeah. And it leaves less content for our podcast, but.
1: <laughs> it also keeps me out of the snack area at work. So, I mean, yeah. it, it's like a. Win lose situation almost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, well then. That's it for spooky updates. Um,
1: cool. Oh, well, my kid almost got punched in the face the other day. She comes sneaking into my bed. Oh, God. And all I felt was something like grab my thigh. Because as she was crawling into my bed, and I was like, what? And it was just her. And I was like, God damn it, you can't be doing this.
0: <laughs> no, you cannot be lurking like that.
1: Especially because her hair is long and it covers her face So it's <laughs> yeah, just like some weird it's shit super creepy
0: Um <gasps> We're going to Reno this weekend
1: We are
0: We should try To find Something Creepy to do When you have all your time
1: Available
0: On Saturday I do
1: like an hour I have
0: walked through at 9 in the morning or 9 45 and then I don't have to be anywhere until 4 hmm I don't know I'm gonna look something up okay maybe that can be another gift
1: Oh good. for you
0: yay and then we can report back because <laughs> Reno is
1: haunted we'll just go to Donner Lake
0: again oh I was already there you didn't go Sorry. I've
1: never been to Donner Lake actually. it's really
0: pretty but I don't think that's where they ate each other. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's dive in, shall we? Um, so just say, uh, I probably, we probably could have done an entire podcast on vampires only. There's so much information.
1: So I. It's the same thing with werewolves too. Like mm-hmm. this could have been like an eight parter to be honest.
0: So these are like the longest notes I think I've ever taken. But at the same time, I literally cut a lot of research that I had actually found. So, um, here's your warning. This is probably going to be a longer episode this week. Um, but I cut stuff out.
1: So (laughs)
0: So you're welcome. All right. So for those of you who don't know, a vampire is an undead creature that lurks in the nights and stalks victims to drink their blood. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay, if and you didn't the... know that, then I don't know what the fuck to tell you at this point. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> at this point we didn't know what a vampire is. He so fucking live under a rock. Um so the earliest description of a vampire was actually a bloated, ruddy, purplish or dark-colored corpse that wore a death linen death shroud. Their hair, teeth and nails would be much longer and um they would often have blood dripping out of their mouth okay. <laughs> <laughs> and many cultures have vampire-like beings in most cases vampires are like revenants of evil and usually are contributed to like like witches it can be witches turned into vampires or you know whatever the mm-hmm. same interchangeable yeah. Um, a lot of people say that suicide victims will turn into vampires. Oh. Uh, they can also be created by an evil spirit that just possesses a corpse, and then obviously more vampires are created by being bitten by another vampire. So there's just your general overview, and now here we go in for the the good stuff.
1: I'm gonna take a nap. <laughs> just kidding.
0: <laughs> Fuck off. Um, and uh, spoiler alert nobody glitters
1: damn it <laughs> not even when they turn nope. into bats and nope. they don't glitter in the moonlight like sparkle sparkle bats yes yeah, bat. <laughs> <Frickin'> bats bats <laughs> um
0: so the some of the oldest uh, stories of um vampire like creatures come from egypt and the story of forgive me Sekhmet and she was an Egyptian feline warrior goddess associated with both plague and healing and she is considered to be one of the oldest vampire tales
1: Hmm.
0: so legend is that the sun god sun god Ra sent his daughter Sekhmet down to punish humankind for disobedience but Sekhmet couldn't stop drinking blood as she was slaughtering the humans so, Ra ended up quelling her planet-draining thirst by um, coloring a bunch of beer red that she drank, and then slept off her um, blood spree for like three days after that. Another really old tale of va- po- you know possible predecessor to vampirism is Lilith which is a 4,000-year-old figure in Jewish folklore who, in some stories, was Adam's wife before Eve um, but had a pretty terrible reputation in ancient Babylonia. Um, So her name actually derives from the Sumerian word for female demons or uh, wind spirits and that would be um, the word Lilitu. And the Babylonians believed that Lilitu were hungry for victims because they had once been human, and they would slip through the windows into people's houses looking for victims to take the place of husbands and wives who they themselves never had. And then, of course, if you've heard of vampires, you've heard of our good friend Vlad the Impaler.
1: I listened to a podcast about him the other day.
0: So he was a 15th century Romanian warrior-prince who was basically fighting off the Ottoman Empire to keep control of his region. He was known for being a relatively fair leader, but he was pretty fucking brutal and violent. He was also well-known for impaling his victims, if you didn't get the suggestion from his name. So he would impale his victims um, mostly living on can, stakes. Can I ask
1: a question?
0: I might have an answer.
1: Was it really through the bottom half and into the top half? Uh,
0: supposedly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, how else would you impale a person? Down. Yeah. Oh. Like you stood the person up and then put the like you post stood above through them, them, and
1: then like shove them down. No, I think it was easier it to up ass and I then put their mouth.
0: I think it was easier to go up the ass. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess. Okay. That sounds disgusting.
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> but, literally what happened, though.
0: <laughs> I mean yes, but we can suggest in so many words. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> So, yes, he would impale living victims on stakes and then leave them to die and rot. And rumor is that he would feast among the dying, dipping his bread in their fresh blood. And. No, it's not. Uh, (laughs) It's it's fucking terrifying. I mean, no wonder we still know about this guy. It's it's horrifying. (laughs) Um, So, the Slavic believe. Uh, that souls are immortal and um, basically pair that with the just complete brutality and craziness that Vlad was capable of Um, it might have stemmed the trait of vampires being immortal so a lot of like popular historical figures in in slavic uh history they kind of have this underlying like oh no their soul lives forever so that person's still like Mm quote-unquote like living so that's where they think this kind of being mixed in with just how infamous he was that it kind of created that vampires are immortal thing And other places, of course, have stories about vampires, such as, like, India has stories about Vitalis ghouls um, who live in corpses of dead people and animate them. Persian culture um, left behind many uh, written accounts and also pottery pictures that show demonic creatures that um, feast on human blood. And then Europe, myths of blood-sucking demons are found in Greek and Roman tales, so, um, yeah, basically, like, almost every culture has some kind of vamp- yeah. vampiric be- creature, or yeah. being, you know, or something that you could tell that's where we pulled the modern day idea of a vampire from. So, legends thrived into the Middle Ages, um, especially when the plague was decimating entire towns. Uh, some plague victims may have been left with like bleeding mouth lesions which also added to the oh they're going around eating people mm. <laughs> Um, tales of these vampires or revenants uh, started appearing in 12th century england most likely influenced by tales of the nordic creature um, draugr which means one who walks after death and is an undead creature with superhuman strength that lives inside the graves of people. And so that tale was obviously brought over by, um, Viking invasions into Mm -hmm. Britain. And, uh, so, yeah. So vampires were thought to be the spirits of deceased individuals who had the ability to return to their original decaying bodies during the initial forty day period after their death. Sometimes they would bless the remaining family members or they would just wreak havoc and misfortune on people, their families, the whole town, whatever you name it. Um Yeah, there's kinda no in between. That's fun. Either they came to bless you or Yeah. Ruin everything. But basically, anybody with a physical or emotional illness at the time would have been labeled as a vampire. There was a blood disorder um, that I guess was pretty rampant back then called porphyria, and it causes severe blisters on a victim's skin uh, when they're exposed to sunlight. So obviously would have fed the mm-hmm. vampire notion of they can't go out in the sunlight. Yeah. Um, also, the effects of the light sensitivity can cause sufferers to lose their ears and noses, Ooh. and that would have most likely inspired the look of, like Nosferatu, like the like a really old depiction. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a film. I don't know if it was just a film depiction, but uh, he kind of doesn't really have a nose. He you has know, yeah. like really weird like ears. So
1: SpongeBob.
0: Yeah. Oh my god! I forgot about that. Yeah. That was kind of horrifying every time. Nosferatu. <laughs> what a weird episode! Oh,
1: like that's the first thing that popped up. What was SpongeBob?
0: A weird episode. Now that I think about it, he's all turning the lights off and on.
1: Yeah.
0: Nosferatu.
1: <laughs>
0: um, also, some of the symptoms of porphyria might have actually been relieved by ingesting blood. Which I didn't look into that any further. I don't know how that works or why or what the science is behind that. So, sorry guys, you're just left with that. Google it. Ask a doctor. I don't know. (laughs) The WebMD. WebMD. Other diseases that contributed to the vampire legend are rabies and goiter. What? Which I was was like, goiters? (laughs) That's like a. Have you seen a goiter? No, it's like a giant, like, like I don't know. <laughs> All I remember is watching this, like, take on Oliver Twist in some English class. Oh, Good news. And the uncle had a goiter, so they let they ditched Oliver Twist. They left him at home. I don't remember. And then the dad goes and he like visits his like rich uncle who has this giant goiter on his neck, and he like starts dying in, like, one of those public baths that, like, all the men would get in and, like, hang out in. <laughs> so he, like, goes to grab him, and he grabs his goiter, and he, like, <laughs> raises his hand up and was like, ah, like, he touched it. And I just, that's, every time I think, right here, goiter, I literally think of that scene in that movie, and it's horrifying. That's so terrible. Yeah, I don't know anything about goiters except for that uh movie version of Oliver Twist, so. Uh, ask a doctor. <laughs> Um, so, then when a suspected vampire died, the body was inspected for signs of vampirism. Corpses thought to be vampires were generally described as having a healthier appearance than expected. Plump and showing little or no signs of decomposition. Um. Carla. (laughs) What the fuck? Um. Sometimes when the suspected graves were open, uh... Like, villagers would describe the corpses as having, like, fresh blood all over their faces, and um, other evidence people used back then for signs of a vampire being active in their town was that cattle were dying, sheep were dying, relatives of the deceased were dying, or their neighbors um let's see so here are some kind of popular stories from like the 17 and 1800s so there was peter plogajowicz Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. that's that's how it's spelled
1: oh man i forgot my glasses at work anyways keep going sorry
0: no she can't read now um And this one's supposedly one of the more well-known, like, true vampire tales. So, in 1725, um, in a Serbian village, a peasant named Peter Palagajowicz died of unspecified causes, uh, though everyone believed that he had come back to life about three days after his burial. So legend has it that Peter returned to the home of his son and demanded that the young man feed him. Ew. And that night, the son went ahead and fed his father. But the next night after that, he came back and the son was like, no, I'm not going to give you any more food. And because he denied him food, uh, that son and then nine other villagers died of the plague. Oh, man. And before they died... The villagers all complained about feeling exhausted. Some had claimed to see Peter walking through the village at night, and the rumors even terrified a local priest so badly that he contacted a local magistrate in the hopes that he would come and investigate. Uh the magistrates the of magic. <laughs> yeah, the minister of magic. Uh they ended up coming, but they were afraid that you know vampire panic would spread mm-hmm. uh so they ended up contacting like some austrian army official he came out exhumed uh peter's grave and then the graves of his victims and found that all the bodies had barely decayed and looked full of health and vitality the army officer then drove stakes into all of their hearts and decapitated all of their bodies he uh, went back and wrote his official report and concluded that Peter was a real vampire. Okay. And then in America, this is kind of where um, it kind of spread into the U.S. So there's this uh, girl named uh, Mercy Brown, and she lived in Exeter, Rhode Island. So in 1892, her dad... Um, agreed to have her her mom and sister exhumed because his son was ill with the same illness that had killed all three of them
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and he was afraid that some malevolent force might be preying upon his farm so he went ahead and consented to an examination of their remains so the mother and sister were bones Mm Mm-hmm. But Mercy's body was laying on its side and was far less decomposed with apparent hair and nail growth. And a local physician insisted that it was normal, considering she would only been dead for eight weeks. Mm-hmm. But the townsfolk weren't convinced. So they decided that... Um, God damn, why can't I read... But yeah, so the town folk weren't convinced and because so many people had died from what we now know as tuberculosis they went ahead, removed her, and then burned her heart on a rock pyre The ashes were then mixed into a potion and was given um, to other sick people, but uh, they gave it to her brother, Mm -hmm. and that was supposed to stop the rest of the family dying Mm Mm-hmm from her coming back and yeah, leeching her illness onto other people, supposedly. And, uh, so now, like I said, a lot of American vampire tales stem from tuberculosis. Mhm. And the real hardcore misunderstanding. So tuberculosis would gradually weaken the victim, and they'd become pale and sickly, complain about feeling, uh, weight on their chest, And some victims would wake up in the morning, obviously blood would leak from their mouth. um, And that would make it seem like they had been visited during the night and had their blood drained by somebody. Um, Like a suspected relative had came from the grave Mm -hmm. and became a vampire and drained the blood of their relatives. Yeah. And really, what? obviously... Uh, when you live in close quarters with other people, you're probably going to get sick with what they have. So tuberculosis Mm -hmm. would spread through families and eventually wipe them out. Yeah. And, um, so this fed the thought that vampires would just come and slowly drain the family's blood each night until eventually they died. Um, another inspiration for people's belief in vampires may have been the fact that, um... People were buried alive. So when the bodies would be dug up, they would find nail marks on the inside of the coffin. And they would interpret this as a vampire trying to claw its way out. Obviously, now we know it's the result of panic from being trapped in a fucking coffin. Um, that
1: just made my chest feel really heavy. Yeah, right? Oh, God.
0: Oh, it's horrifying. Uh, But yeah. It's um oh it's it's now extremely rare though to be uh, buried alive so oh
1: oh thank God just
0: so you know I left that like, le- I left that little tidbit in there like,
1: it's fucking horrifying makes me feel so much better
0: <laughs> so let's get up to the late eighteen hundreds where we start to see like the pop culture introduction of of vampires so there was a story written by John Polidori in eighteen nineteen called The Vampire with a Y. Ooh. And then Bram Stoker released Dracula in 1897.
1: That was that long ago?
0: That's the when the book came out, yeah. Oh
1: my goodness, that was so long ago. I know,
0: right? It's crazy. Um, so Dracula, the book Dracula being released, ended up creating the version of a vampire that we know today as the tortured romantic that never ages, who's good-looking.
1: Does he turn into a bat?
0: And usually <laughs> wealthy um i believe it's been a long time since i've read that book but i do believe he turns into a bat in there i touch base on the bat thing later oh
1: okay good
0: um so in romania fears of the strigoi um once human monsters who needed blood to survive obviously have been around for hundreds of years and this superstition is probably what led stoker into using romania or transylvania as his setting for dracula's castle so, basically, from there, pop culture just started building up vampires as, like, one of the most famous and, like, dangerous evil forces that roam in the dark and hide in plain sight and are seemingly almost unstoppable. Uh, one of the most, like, popular driving forces of the vampire craze um was the film adaptation of Bram Stoker's Dracula in 1931, which starred Bela Lugosi. And to this day, like, Lugosi's performance as a vampire is, like, literally what we use to define mm-hmm. a vampire. mm mm-hmm. um, And so... Basically, pop culture is also responsible for the whole vampire bat thing. Oh, okay. So, vampires turning into bats. There's only three species of vampire bats in the entire world, and they all live in Central and South America. Um, so, basically, the Spanish conquistadors, like, when they came into contact with the vampire bats, they kind of they were, like, the first ones to sort of put two and two together. Like, oh, they must be related to vampires because they drink animals' blood and fly around at night. You know, whatever.
1: Okay.
0: Um. So, basically, that's how bats became associated with vampires, but then was basically made stronger by using them in pop culture. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was um a guy named james malcolm reimer who wrote varney the vampire in the 1840s and then of course bram stoker cemented the idea um in his book so i was right bram stoker did say that dracula turned into a bat okay um and of course here are the most notable examples of vampires in modern media The 1992 remake of Bram Stoker's Dracula starring a young and handsome Gary Oldman. Winona Ryder. Keanu Reeves. Oh, my gosh. Um, Please stop. Carrie Elwes. I don't know if I say that man's last name right, so forgive me. Um.
1: (laughs) We look like potatoes. Oh, and also, (laughs) um,
0: oh, my God. What's his name?
1: Yeah, his name.
0: Anthony Hopkins is also in it.
1: Uh yeah. I love me some Anthony Hopkins. Okay. So, that
0: is like I love that movie. It's
1: like Dream Team. <laughs>
0: and then of course, uh Interview with a Vampire, which originally is a Anne Rice novel written in 1976, but was made into a movie in 1994 starring Tom Cruise. You I'm just kidding. I don't really um, care for And him. Brad Pitt. Well, <sighs> yeah, Brad Pitt. Long-haired Brad Pitt. Oh, oh. man. Oh. And um, also a really, really young uh, uh, Kirsten Dunst. And then, naturally, you know, our, our favorite glittery motherfuckers, Twilight Saga. And then things like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Blade, Underworld, and then my all-time favorite the lost boys. I was waiting for it. Because I don't know, something about mullety vampire Kiefer Sutherland in the <laughs> 80s like <laughs> bring it on.
1: Oh man. Bring it
0: on. Love it. And fun fact, that was filmed in Santa Cruz. It, it would be. It was. Fun fact. Fun fun. Um Where am I? So, I... Also...
1: (laughs) Fucking glittery vampire. What the fuck? Like, you have all these, like, hard-ass motherfuckers that turn into bats. And you gonna fucking make these bitches fucking glitter? Like, go life. It's the skin of a killer, Bella. (laughs) (laughs) It's the skin of a... (laughs) (laughs) Like, bro, go see a doctor for that. Your dad's a doctor. Go see him for that. (laughs)
0: God. anyways so sorry (laughs) um pop culture obviously is also responsible for uh the entirety of the van helsing family line being devoted to fighting vampires and um i just went a step further uh the whole trope of vampires versus werewolves comes from movies comes from pop culture and it stems from movies such as Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein in 1948, Mm. Dark Shadows, the original Dark Shadows, which ran in 1966 to 1971. The movie The Werewolf versus the Vampire Woman in 71. (laughs) Um, And then, of course, more recently, the modern film uh, Van Helsing, which was in 2004, which has... Oh, no...
1: Oh, no. Why can't I remember
0: anyone's names?
1: One second, one second. She's
0: fucking gorgeous. What is
1: Hugh Jackman? Name? Yeah, Hugh. Oh, yes, thank you, Kate Beckinsale. Jesus Christ.
0: She's beautiful. Kate Beckinsale, and then yeah, Hugh Jackman, and then of course the Underworld series, which is also Kate Beckinsale, and that is heavily reliant upon the vampires versus werewolves trope, and uh, and then Twilight uh, <coughs> again. Edward versus Jacob (laughs) So in case you were wondering Yes There are some modern vampire incidents Yay Allegations of vampire attacks swept through Malawi During late 2002 To early 2003 With mobs stoning one person To death and attacking at least Four other people including the governor Based on the belief That the government was uh, Colluding with vampires in early 1970, um, rumors spread that there was a vampire that haunted the Highgate Cemetery in London. So amateur vampire hunters uh, turned out in droves uh, to search for him and prove the existence of the Highgate Vampire. And there was one man named Sean Manchester who said that he was among the first to like, find the Highgate Vampire... And he later claimed that he exorcised and destroyed the whole nest of them in the area. Mm. In January 2005, rumors went around that an attacker had bitten a number of people in Birmingham, England. uh, Fueling concerns about vampires roaming the streets.
1: (laughs) Yeah? You think?
0: (laughs) And then... uh, You know... There's people who... Are vampires, they have taken up a vampire a vampiric lifestyle oh. and uh, it is, they consider it part of, it, it's like a occultist a, a, a movement mm. and uh, yeah, so people live in covens and drink blood that's donated it's consensual blood um yeah. okay They use it in ritual, uh energy work, magic. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, we have uh we have vampires. Oh, and it is often influenced by and mixed with neo gothic aesthetics. (laughs) Just I could have told you that. Oh no. In case you didn't know. Um Although I thought this was pretty cool. So in 2006, a physics professor at the University of Central Florida wrote a paper basically saying that mathematically, it's mathematically impossible for vampires to exist based on geometric progression. Um, so according to this guy, if the first vampire appeared on January 1st, 1600, and it fed once a month, which is obviously lef- less mm-hmm. often than what's depicted in Folklore, film, everything. Yeah. And if every single victim were to turn into a vampire, then within two and a half years, the entire world would be vampires. So basically, it's impossible that vampires existed because with their feeding patterns, mm-hmm. and if people turned into vampires when they got bitten, everyone would be a vampire by now. So, <laughs> And then lastly, if you're concerned that you are being stalked by a vampire. Oh, good. Thank you. Here is how to ward off, or kill, a vampire. You can use items such as garlic, a branch of wild rose or hawthorn, Um, you can sprinkle mustard seeds on the roof of your house, obviously a crucifix, a rosary, some holy water. Um, It is said that vampires cannot walk on consecrated ground, such as churches or temples, and they also cannot cross running water. Mirrors have been used to ward off vampires when placed facing outwards on a door. Um, obviously, that's what stems that vampires don't have a reflection.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A vampire cannot enter a house unless invited by the owner. And then after being initially invited, they can go- come and go as they please. Okay. So we learned that from Lost Boys.
1: I, well, I hadn't... I Stop had, I hadn't, on the table. Sorry. Jesus, i learned that from true blood
0: lord in heaven i never watched that
1: and i never watched because we Lost never Boys. had hbo
0: or whatever it was on back in I the day had, showtime
1: i was uh fortunate enough to borrow it from somebody that had it on dvd oh, right. <laughs> dvd <laughs> back in
0: um, so you can kill a vampire by driving a stake of ash ty- these are types of wood ash hawthorn oak or aspen and that's all dependent upon which culture you're mm-hmm. stemming from. And you would drive it either through their heart, their stomach, or their mouth. That is also dependent on what culture you are stemming from. Interesting. You can bury the bodies with sharp objects, such as sickles, so mm. that uh, if they decide to roll around or they make it out and drink blood and they get too bloated, then the body will be stabbed by the sharp object, once they get too bloated. Gotcha. Uh, obviously, we talked about... I think we talked about it earlier. Uh, decapitating the body before it's buried. Uh, the Romani people would drive steel or iron needles into the corpse's heart, placed bits of steel in its mouth, over the eyes and ears, and between the fingers at the time of burial. okay. Um, a vampire can also be killed by being shot or drowned by repeating the funeral service or by sprinkling holy water on the body and by an exorcism. And that, my friends, is how you can protect yourself from vampires.
1: Well. Okay.
0: <laughs> In case you are worried.
1: I was very worried. I didn't know how to cope with my life until I heard that. Until Thank you... you. As if you could outrun me. <laughs> oh, dear, no. Okay, my notes are deadly. Stop slamming sorry. The on the table. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's so aggressive. That's pent-up rage. No, I'm just
0: I'm- almost choked on my coffee. I was trying to think of another Twilight quote, but I couldn't. <laughs>
1: oh my goodness um yeah my notes are not that great compared to yours it's it's just
0: so much information I cut out I, I cut out more while right. I was just reading because I was like pulling, it's so much
1: I pulled from like seven different articles yeah it's a and lot. like I cut it down so much I don't know I mean I can give you a like little brief thing on how to kill a werewolf but that's about it
0: well yeah you can do that at the end of it okay do your thing.
1: Alright, I'll try. I'll I'm
0: try. sure it'll be fine.
1: Try. <laughs> Alright, right. will talk about how confused I am about werewolves after, too. <laughs> yeah,
0: I guess it's confusing. Well,
1: it's just that, okay, we'll just say it now, that way it's in my mind for later, but, like, okay, you have the werewolf that turns into a wolf, and then you have the werewolf that turns into a two-legged naked wolfy thing and it's just it's just confusing like it's i the, guess it which one is it or i mean are you talking really
0: hollywood depiction or are you talking yes. about cultural depiction both
1: so i don't know all right we'll talk about that later
0: well if it's hollywood depiction then that's just somebody trying to use their imagination to shake it up
1: it's fucking creepy i could not watch that movie after for which, time. which one? The Harry Potter thing. Oh.
0: That was a terrible CGI wolf.
1: It was fucking terrifying, though.
0: That was my favorite book and
1: my least favorite movie. <laughs> Alright, anyways. So, on to werewolves. The earliest example of man to wolf is from around 2100 BC. So we're going back. <laughs> <laughs> we're going back in time. <laughs> Quite some time and it is found in the epic of god excuse me for pronouncing all these words wrong i'm, I'm apologizing now gilgamesh yeah okay i said that right awesome mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> hey we got one yeah <laughs> 28
1: 28 episodes in
0: we got one word right <laughs>
1: all right cool so yeah that's back in 2100 bc um the more modern day no- <laughs> the more modern day werewolf appeared in ancient Greece and Rome stories of werewolf werewolves have a basis in local history religion and cults in 425 BC the the Neri sorry was a nomadic tribe um and these men were magical and changed into wolf shapes for some time out of the year, so they would only be wolves for, a, like, just a short period of time and then be men for the rest of the time. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the Neri the were from Scythia, which okay. is part of Russia now. It's a city in Russia now. Okay. Sorry. And they used wolf coats or fur for harsh cold weather and being in that region that's not out of the realm to do to keep warm. So they think that the person who was telling this story was calling them transformers because, or transformationers or whatever that word is, because they wore wolf skin or wolf fur to keep warm. Okay. Okay gotta learn how to look up words for other words. That's right. <laughs> Transformationers. Transformers. <laughs> Robots in disguise. Uh, Greek mythology has a legend of oh, fucking a like caon, like it l y c a o n. Like Lycaon or some Lycaon. Yeah. Okay so that 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 dude fed Zeus a meal made from the remains of sacrificed boys oh. and Zeus was completely angered by this and turned uh Lycaon and his sons into wolves which is where we get the word lycanthropy I'll get into that in a minute so, hmm. Yay. I figured you would I mean <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nordic Folklore tells the story of a father and a son that discovered wolf pelts. These pelts had the power to turn people into wolves for 10 days. Uh, The father and son had taken the pelts and killed a whole bunch of people and stuff. And And stuff. And stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, with all the killing and stuff, it caused the dad to actually harm the son. Oh. And the son survived, but he only survived because a raven gave the dad a leaf that had healing powers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Magic. Mm -hmm. Magic ravens. Magic ravens with magic leaves. All right. So werewolves from a long time ago are actually considered serial killers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Who would have known? <laughs> I'm sorry. On the list of like top serial killers, like werewolves, <laughs> and Ted Bundy. And
1: Ted Bundy. <laughs> He's second though. It's <laughs> <laughs> not even first. Okay. <laughs> so France is actually a hot spot for werewolves, and killings of werewolves, and uh, just a few stories from France. Uh, Pierre Burgot.
0: Why do you get the easy French name?
1: Because I took a year of French, so I know how to pronounce. Last it.
0: Last week, I had like the most ridiculous, like a guy that had eight names, and he's the Vicomte of something. Like Jesus,
1: Christ. it's the Vicomte. No, I'm just kidding. It's Vicomte, <laughs> and so, I only know
0: that because of Phantom of the Opera. Oh. The Vicomte de Chagny. <laughs> <laughs> I love that
1: movie. Um, so Pierre Burgo and uh, Michel. Verdun, pledged allegiance to the devil and claim they were turned into wolves by him. Woohoo! And this part, this part kind of killed me. But they confessed to killing a shit ton of children. Ugh, a shit ton, bro. Like the number was out fucking rageous. Ew, I don't like that. Yeah, just gave me the chills. And they were burned at the stake. Good. So we'll stop right here for a second and talk about the burning at the stake. So back then that was like one of the only ways they thought to kill. Kill anyone? Anyone or anything of that nature, of Um, like a magical nature. Got it. Um, the silver bullet was not yet tested out. Well, I don't think the bullet existed. I know. That far back. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, this is because of, like, witches and stuff. It was, like, one mm-hmm. of the only ways, I thought, to kill a werewolf. So they were killed at stake or burned at stake. Um, in Germany, there was a farmer named Peter Stube? Stube? Stub? Stub? stoop stoop <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. He was blamed for the killings of men, women, and children. But part of this story is that he wasn't the one who killed. They just needed somebody to blame. Ah. But it's not proven either way. But hunters swore they saw him shapeshift into a wolf. Um... And he just went with it after being cornered by all these hunters. He's just like, fuck it. I'm going to die anyways, or I'm going to just whatever anyways. <laughs> and he told them that he owned a belt that let him change into a wolf at any time. And guess what?
0: Did they find the belt?
1: The belt was never found. <laughs> he passed it down. Um. Yeah, so I... That one was a little confusing because it went back and forth about how, like, he was innocent and how he wasn't innocent. And then all of a sudden, like, he just gave into the story and just said, fuck it. But he was also, like, tortured and, like, mutilated and stuff. To be killed. Cool. Um, so, moving away from that for a second so one of the greatest myths of werewolves is that they are changed into during a full moon
0: Mm
1: -hmm. no other time just a full moon yes and studies have shown that changes in behaviors and crimes spike during a full moon and this includes both humans and animals
0: Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> animal crime raises
1: yeah. <laughs> during the full moon. I'm sure, like animal killings, <laughs> not for, like, like murders.
0: <laughs> What's that Disney movie where the bunny is a cop?
1: Oh, oh. Um, With the fox guy. I never on. watched it. Zootopia. Love, yeah, Zootopia. Right. the kids love that movie.
0: Oh, her name's Judy. Yeah. Yeah, so Ju- Judy's on the case, don't worry.
1: <laughs> we got this. <laughs> Clinically, there are real life werewolves. It is referred to as clinical ly- lycanthropy. Yes, thank you. Lycanthropy. And lycanthrop? Thrope?
0: Lycanthrope.
1: Lycanthrop. Lycanthrop. <laughs> Is Greek for wolf man.
0: Yes. As we discovered.
1: Yes. I'm just going into all the things.
0: Lycanthropy. <laughs> so
1: lycanthropy <laughs> is the del-
0: Lycanthropy.
1: Lycanthropy is our
0: Leycanthropy. I literally
1: have it like dashed out. <laughs> I need to stop doing my notes at like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, it is the delusional belief one is or can transform into a wolf. Uh, real life werewolves howl at the moon, especially when it is full. Um, they sometimes feel or have felt like an animal. They howl, growl, and crawl. Um, patience. That. They have the TikTok wolf girl. <laughs> no. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Oh, that, that vision is just stuck in my head. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at it because it's like hopping up and down. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh
0: shit! I'm sorry. Go on,
1: please. Sorry. Right. Oh, patients have attacked staff with like staff at hospitals and stuff with uh, behaviors like biting, spitting, and scratching. Cool. Yeah.
0: Sounds about normal. Mm-hmm.
1: Um Okay, why did I what the fuck did I do? Hold on. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, okay, so in more modern like time, like werewolves, Monster Land, it's on the travel channel. Mm-hmm. I don't own the Travel Channel, but I did try to look this up on YouTube, and, like, I went to the website to try to watch clippets of it, but nothing was available, and of course, you know, Travel Channel's one of those things you gotta fucking pay for now. Yeah. Um, but, Max Hug Williams and Adrian Shine went to Brazil to check out the werewolf sightings. They made headlines, and one town even had a werewolf curfew, so they weren't allowed to be out past, like, Dusk, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, dusk, not dawn. <laughs> Sorry. You <laughs> can't go out in the daytime. So. Ew. Yeah. I'm like, that's. All right. That's interesting. Okay. It's prison. an
0: actual serial killer. And like, it's a
1: werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the one of the most popular stories in the U.S. is in 1999 in Wisconsin. Dorisstein Gis, Gipso. Hit something in the road, and she went searching for what she hit. Which never do. I just fucking drive away at this point. (laughs) Just just
0: just (laughs) commit a hit and run. All right. (laughs)
1: Nothing ever. Nothing good ever comes out of. Yeah, (laughs) either you
0: catch a lawsuit, (laughs) or you hit a werewolf. (laughs) Just go.
1: I'm just kidding. Don't listen to me. If you hit something, please stop and make sure whatever it hit was, like, not alive.
0: Make sure it wasn't a person.
1: (laughs) If it was an animal, you can go. Just call animal control to clean it up. Yeah. On your way out. So she went searching for what she hit and saw a large hairy beast, like barreling towards her oh hell no and right at her and there is a book actually called the beast of bray road oh so it like lurks there yeah and this is written by linda godfrey gilbert godfrey linda (laughs) (laughs) um and then there's more witnesses that i'm going to read about like this from this um story that she had written about in her book. Oh. So Linda and Drizzy saw the beast on the side of the road and it had fangs, gray brown hair, and pointed ears. Um, Scott Bray saw a strange dog on his property. <laughs> it's a very large, strange dog. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's a, very... a humanoid <laughs> dog.
1: It's a strange... Uh, Ru- hmm. Russell... Just saw the beast come out of an overgrown area and stand on its hind feet. Ew. I don't like that. I was like, oh, Sasquatch. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, Heather Bowie and her friends were chased by the beast. What are you doing? Stay off that road. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, no thanks. Um, Paranormal Witness. It's a TV show. Mm-hmm. For people who don't know because i didn't know i watch that one all the time okay um they did a they did a segment or a show or whatever on a family in palm palmyra maine palm palmyra maine yeah whatever they were stalked by a werewolf creature and after one night the family woke to find large wolf-like prints that came from a creature who could stand on its Hind legs? On its, yeah, on its hind legs. I put on one. Stand leg. on its front legs? <laughs> I put on one leg. <laughs> one day, guys, I will get my shit together, <laughs> but it is not this day. <laughs> I stand on one leg. Okay. Anyways, in Ohio, there was a wolfman who attacked three people near railroad tracks. Uh, the creature had been seen by train tracks multiple times. And, the, luckily enough, this was, like, a long time ago, so hopefully it's no longer there, but. It,
0: it hopefully it's not immortal. Like a vampire.
1: Now we're going into my favorite thing. Skinwalkers. and much how... we talked about. Oh, I know, we have, but we're gonna just touch base on it again. So in Utah, where skinwalkers lurk. Yes. Residents reported wolf-like creatures that attacked livestock and would not respond to bullets. Researchers have, uh, researchers, like, try to tie the wolf creatures to ancient Navajo witchcraft practices, Um, and Navajo call these tribal witches skinwalkers. Yes. Yeah. I just want to touch base on Like, that in
0: the show that I had watched for that episode, mm-hmm. there was, like, apparently a big-ass wolf, like, mm-hmm. stalking the lady who was, like, filming the graveyard or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, they are very much tied together. Yeah. Wolves are, yeah. Um, cool. So, mm-hmm. where'd the silver bullet thing come from? Or did you not look that up?
1: Pop culture. Oh, that's
0: pop culture yeah. thing? Pop culture. Got it. <laughs> um
1: but then they you know of course they started using that for everything like killing oh, yeah, animals, you could kill killing any dragons killing yeah. vampires like yeah. it became a huge fucking popular thing with that
0: yeah I'm pretty sure that that's in that um why is my brain not working today? The day that I want to talk about all these people and I can't remember names Stephen mm-hmm. King mm-hmm. uh what is it called? The
1: pet cemetery? No.
0: They... Oh my god! What's wrong with me? I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna cut that part out because I can't remember shit.
1: So, from what my research like and like what I kind of dug into, sleepwalkers sleepwalkers.
0: And I'm pretty sure that they end up getting killed at the end with silver bullets, but mm. I could be wrong. I That movie scared me when I was a kid, and I never watched it again, so.
1: You know, I can't watch anything by Stephen King, otherwise I'll shit my pants, so it's fine. They <laughs> uh, try to get me to watch the remake of Pet Cemetery, and I shit my pants. No,
0: I can't even watch the first one. That's fucking just awful. I hate I hate that. I hate the whole premise to that movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Damn you, Stephen King.
1: <laughs> he does it on purpose.
0: Well, we're on the subject of hot werewolves. Now that we're on the subject of hot werewolves, um, the Wolfman remake, from like I don't know, two thousand and eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I believe with Anthony Hopkins and Benicio del Toro. Mm-hmm. Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: My God. I I don't think I had ever realized I'd seen anything with Benicio Del Toro in it before that. Mm -hmm. When I saw that movie I was like I need to find more of this man. (laughs) And then every time I see him in something like Benicio Del Toro I think he's fine as hell. He's a fine old man.
1: Oh my goodness. Even your old men.
0: I know. I wish they would just give me money. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: Oh, man. What the fuck else was I gonna say? Oh, Emily Blunt was in it, Oh, too. that's
0: right. Yeah, she was his wife. Or his brother's wife. Yeah. Um. I love Emily Blunt. Yeah, you know, I tried watching Jungle Cruise, and, like, we had people over, so it wasn't... Mm-hmm. I couldn't pay that much attention, but there's a lot going on in that movie. It was like watching the last, like, Pirates of the Caribbean, where it's just, like, it, it, anything they thought of just made it into the script.
1: Yeah, and it's I, a lot. And I, I think need to, they also said too that it was. I need to sit
0: back down and try to like rewatch it, but I really only noticed the fact that our father looks just like um, Paul Giamatti.
1: Mhm.
0: So yeah, if you want to, for any reason that's strange, get a weird idea of what our dad looks like. It's Paul Giamatti, like, on the fucking nose. Yeah, they could be brothers
1: twins like not just brothers but it's like pretty twins. scary
0: <laughs> like I pointed at the screen I was like babe look and he goes oh my god if like I had no idea who your dad like you know like, yeah. if I knew your dad wasn't an actor or whatever mm-hmm. he's like I would have thought that was your dad on TV that's a funny yeah it's pretty scary um and I told dad that I was like hey dad I think you look like Paul Giamatti and he was like who's Paul Giamatti
1: of course and I was like what do you mean who's
0: Paul Giamatti and he goes oh Oh, is that I wonder if it's the guy that we have lots of people who come into the store and say that I look like this actor and I'm like it's Paul Chiawati <laughs> <laughs> so people tell him that oh. he looks like him oh. and he had no idea who it was and then I showed him and he goes oh shit <laughs> <laughs> he's oh. like okay that's a little weird I'm like dude I'm telling you
1: oh dear oh, maybe, man. maybe we're related to that guy but we don't know how yet <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's our dad's long-lost sibling somehow.
1: <laughs> Somebody <laughs> had
0: a secret life.
1: <laughs> well, I mean... Uh, we gotta uh, got to do the DNA kits. We do. Oh, man. No, we gotta do that, ins- that ancestry uh. shit because I'm telling you. Dude. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I f- don't know. Family drama. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh... <laughs> so when i was doing my vampire research oh God. i was sitting in my bed on my laptop Watching searching Twilight. vampires <laughs> no and i kept thinking of the scene where she's in her room in the dark searching vampires on the computer and i'm like i wonder if i'll find any of the same web pages like, <laughs> <laughs> like the cold one <laughs> And I just had this, like, I was like, oh, man, I wish I could, like, take a picture of myself and, like, put it side by side, like, with that scene. And then that could go on our Instagram.
1: (laughs) Barely breathing in it. She's like, (laughs) the cold
0: ones. (laughs) I know what you are.
1: (laughs) Say it. these fucking twilight tiktoks i'll be having me rolling
0: dude like. the chick that she does that freaking jasper blank stare the whole time
1: dude that shit's so funny she got him down
0: though oh my god oh dear okay, you gotta go. oh yeah i guess i i do i gotta gotta go to work in like 10 minutes oh, shit. <laughs> i gotta put pants on <laughs> i gotta go <laughs>
1: She's not naked. I'm wearing guys. pants. She I have is, sweatpants on sweatpants.
0: but I have like legging pants. Uh you know, I can't go to work in sweatpants. I have um some kind of um I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Dignity in myself. <laughs> mm, Maybe where? very slim, no, obviously. We just based an entire episode on
1: Edward versus Jacob. And I think, you know, Jacob won. Just kidding, it's Charlie. (laughs)
0: It's Cedric Diggory. (laughs) All right, you guys. Um, Yeah, so obviously, uh, I feel like nerd talk was sprinkled in quite quite well. Um, So, follow us on Instagram. You can like our Facebook page. Maybe one day I will, uh, add to it again. Um, leave us some reviews and I will send you some stickers. Please screenshot your review and DM it to us because I can't see any of the reviews after you leave them. I can just see that there are reviews, but I can't see from who. Um, yeah. I guess that's it.
1: Cool. Have a good week. All right,
0: we'll see you next week.
1: Sunday birthday presents.
0: <laughs> I couldn't even get you birthday presents. <laughs> All right. Bye. Okay. Bye.